I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is really I'm just that sad. Is really sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Dick Lane, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. So, so this is, um, I mean, I'm excited for all of these, let's be clear, right? I think I start with the same intro, um, but, you know, try to get creative with, with how I introduce a guy. And, uh, and this is a, another one of our PAX members that uh, is influencing the, the minds of children in a positive way, right? Through being a teacher and a, and a wrestling coach. Um, and I think I've just really enjoyed, uh, you know, getting to be next to you in the gloom. I'm still trying to figure out the best way to identify uh, you versus <laughs> your your brother. So, you know, if you have any tips for guys on that, but, um, I, you know. Yeah, yeah the only, I mean, the only tip I got is, uh, you know, just um, most of our buddies that uh, are around us a lot, um, they kind of, whether it's a voice thing, whether it's a um, haircut, the mannerisms uh, yeah mannerisms a little bit but a lot of people are like oh my gosh that's you know i thought you were scott and yeah. stuff like that or double dip and yeah. uh, it, it is still amazes me that we still have our own circles and stuff and i'll have people that like it happened a week and a half ago this mom and this girl were like i was you know watching a baseball game and they're like in front of me doing this and i'm like i mean i look behind me i'm like yeah. what is going on here yeah. and uh so they kind of turned around and was like looking at me weird yeah. and then, uh they came over and like come on you know us scott and i'm like i am his twin brother chris uh, i don't know who yeah. you're talking about but it was one of the uh my brother's uh oldest daughter uh softball uh, teammate Oh, nice. So it was just kind of funny uh, that we have those things. Sometimes I just play it off like I'm him and, yeah. and I roll with it, which is fun too. And he'll he'll say, hey, have you talked to so-and-so? Did you tell him I'd be there? And I'd be like, yes, I did. <laughs> well, it's, if, it's fun. We have games with it sometimes. I love it. Well, the listeners haven't figured out. We have the better looking of the two brothers, right? Fun dip. I don't know. He's pretty good looking. I, it's, it's good to see you, man. Hey, um, you know, we're, we love to start these off, you know, and Pony and I have been talking about, do we add new questions, that sort of thing. But um, we just like the format. And so we want to start it off with, you know, who EH'd you? How'd you get started with F3? Uh, and then how'd you get the name Fundip? I don't think I I know that story and I, I didn't get a chance to be there for your. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, first off, easy EH uh, by ear tag um, because ear tag, my brother and a few other guys used to work out at the Y. Um, hmm. And when, you know, COVID hit, um, they had to kind of shut things down and I'm like, I still want to be fit and, and work out. So I started working out at the high school and then ear tag kind of was talking to my brother and I about doing this. And my brother went out a week before I did, cause I was out of town that weekend. And when I showed up, um, there was about, I don't know, 15, 16 guys there at the pit. And, um, I went in the middle and I was the, tell us about yourself. And, and I'm like, well, I'm, you know, from California, you know, I wrestling coach, you know, teacher and, so some things started flowing out and one guy was like, oh no, it's got to go with his brother. His brother's double dip. It's got to be some kind of dip. And, <laughs> uh, um, and so somebody, I don't even know who, came up with Fun Dip and they're like, oh, that's a funny name. Let's just go with Fun <laughs> Dip. Uh, truth be told, if my older brother ever shows up, he's in the military uh, station down in St. Louis. Um He's about two years older than Scott and I, but he looks nothing like us. He's like six one, you know, two fifteen, big guy. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Duracell said, "Hey, if you guys have a brother, let's call him Skinny Dip." 
Oh, nice. That may, that may have, that may have happened. We'll see. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I, I love that, man. What, so, you know, as a wrestling a wrestler and a wrestling coach and, you know, guy that works out, what'd you think of that first workout? Was it challenging or? No, I mean, well, it was, it was up my alley, you know, um, I think at that point in my life, um, I was struggling between, you know, what I've kind of always done with weights um and things and i kind of wanted more of a a crossfit type uh beat down and uh f3 after the first time going and then i kept regularly going uh a lot after that um it just kind of gravitated me into uh this um this feeling of fellowship and I, i'm mm -hmm. a uh, a Christian individual and, you know, we go to church and uh, I'm actually heading out uh, tomorrow with my wife to an FCA uh, marriage retreat retreat. And uh, it's, you know, F3 has been um, such a, a breath of fresh air for me as I get older. Yeah. Um, I don't have to be doing power cleans or putting a bunch of weight on my back or anything like that. And I love the challenges that we, that we have uh, amongst PACS members and around Omaha and, and, and such, you know, and it didn't take me long to, I, I had two trips uh, within last year. Um, and one was in California. We went back to see my uh, parents or uh, my uh, wife's parents in Sacramento. Okay. And I was like, Hey, I'll, I'll look them up. I'll see what they, you know, what do they have for F3? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I had one F3 shirt at the time. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to wear my F3 shirt and wake up. My, my mother-in-law thought I was absolutely nuts. I had to borrow her car since we flew out there. And um, uh, so I drove up into this uh, area and it, it said uh, on my map that it was at a church and I'm, I'm at this church and I'm like looking around, driving around and, Sure enough, uh, Fanny Pack, uh, who was leading the workout, uh, you know, was flagged me down and, and he said, are you here for the, you know, F3 workout? And I go, yeah, you know, I'm out of towner and, and, uh, and you know, he, oh, we're back here. We're back behind. Sure enough, I go back there and they have like med balls and uh, ropes and battle ropes and they're doing Merkins and a bunch of stuff. And, nice. and it was so, they, I mean, they, they opened their arms. They, I mean, they were hugging me at the end. It was such a cool uh, kind of following. Mm -hmm. and, and I was reading the um, uh, Free to Lead at the time. And uh, the camaraderie that you get from uh, when you're in high school, when you're playing high school sports, and then in college, when you have, you know, your, your group of friends and you're hanging out and you're doing all these things. And then you get into work and you have these work buddies and, and you may move different areas. Like we moved from California to here yeah. and it was, it was tough to find that, uh, that team aspect uh, among guys your age and yeah. F3 really kind of gave that to me. And I really uh, felt it when I went there, um, but did the workout, um, took a big picture at the end. It was awesome. There's about 20 guys, uh, really funny um, getting to know them. And, uh, my second trip was out in Charleston. Uh, I was out there for a golf outing, uh, with some guys and, uh, knobs was telling me, Oh man, you got to eat at this place. You got to go here and golf at this place. And I'm like, Oh, whoa, whoa, slow roll. I've never been there. The guy's putting it on whatever. Um, but, uh, got some good, uh, you know, uh, feelings on food from, from him and, uh, golfed a little bit. And, uh, obviously those guys were, drinking and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta wake up early in the morning. I want to go to a beat down and wound up calling an Uber, setting it up the night before picking yeah. me up at four 45 in the AM. This guy, I thought he, I was absolutely crazy yeah. uh, and drove me um, right outside uh, or right next to the park next to the Citadel uh, university of Citadel, Citadel university, any uh, old school, um, right in Charleston there. And, uh, sure enough, I am now I'm, I'm running around trying to see where the flag is and, and sure enough, ran into the only guy out there and he's like, Hey, uh, 
I asked them, I go, hey, you have three, you know, where's the beat down? Where's, where's this thing? Oh yeah, 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 we do it over here. And I followed him, talked to him a little bit. There was only four guys that showed up. Hmm. Um, and I guess they were doing a couple uh, other events in a couple other different locations, but four guys were there. And we just kind of did a string of pool pearls and uh, huh. getting to know them, went ahead and uh, had uh, cafeteria or cafeteria after that. They, were, they thought it was weird that I had hot chocolate um and, which i do all the time okay actually now if it's starbucks i normally ask uh chernobyl's big on this uh kids i want a kid size uh hot yeah. chocolate yeah uh, so that's a running joke now but uh those guys talk i mean instant brotherhood instant um you know this this culture that f3 has around the nation is just uh contagious and me bringing in uh, just a lot of energy, a lot of uh, enthusiasm, just kind of brings fuel to that fire. Yeah, man, I, I, that's phenomenal. I, I think um, was that early? That was all early on, or I guess um, it was. Uh, I went to California. That was after my. Uh, that was in my within my first year. Yeah. So I got. Uh, I joined in April. Uh, my brother got me the book in. Um, uh it, it for a christmas present that year mm. and then i guess it was after that year so we went in june back to okay. see my my in-laws yeah and and stuff and then the golfing trip was uh about six months after that so got it yeah but at least within that first first year or so you you gotta yeah. feel there is a new so we so we just added a slack channel uh maybe a you know public service announcement here for, for downrange uh yeah downrange yeah and post in there and there's a i guess somebody i can't remember where where the guy's from that made this but there's a um f3 near me like like web app and you can basically it, it looks at your location and just will find whatever f3 is closest to you which is like pretty that. cool but well so tell me so you're a fit guy right you, so i guess from a first f perspective i mean you you found something that would sort of help help you accelerate help you at least maintain fitness wise but has that always been the case for you from a fitness perspective or has there been any challenges there um uh i guess the only uh no, I mean, not really. I mean, I've always been a pretty fit guy. Um, and, uh, but I, I enjoy bringing people out. Like, um, all my wrestling coaches, um, are, are part of, well, except for one, which I've been trying to get out. I got to keep EH and him, um, are on our do F3. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I like working out with them. I like hanging out with those guys. Um, yeah. but, I think from an F3 standpoint uh, and, you know, looking at the fitness level, I think for me, um, and, and I've gone through um, some like a lot of changes in the last uh, couple of years. And I think one of the biggest ones, and I mentioned this in, in, in one of my COTs, I actually, yeah, I was at the main stage about a month ago when they were doing the whole brother thing. Um, and uh, I got a book. Uh, from one of my wrestling coaches. And um, the book is called um, uh, The Four Principles. Mm -hmm. And it it talks about, uh, you know, things that you can't control, basically. And we I know we say, hey, hey, you can't control what you can't control. Um, but in my life, um, even with my family and, and with my classroom, you know, I have an issue with, with like, holding control and keeping control and I want things to happen a certain way. And, and at the end of the day, it leads to a lot of frustration and, and, and some anger on my end. Hmm. And um, I think through the fellowship uh, and going through Q source has really kind of helped me um, tap into this idea that I don't have to control everything. Hmm. Um and, and I can take, you know, a day off here and there. I don't have to show up every single day of the week, uh, for, for fitness. I can, you know, I can be there, uh, in the gloom and, and still have that balance. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's my faith and fitness is always there, but that fellowship is one of the pieces that was really kind of missing. And, and I think, uh, having that, 
that though the brothers in the gloom kind of helped me out with that that discipline of my anger and control because mm. I've had beatdowns where it's raining. Okay, you can't you can't do the things that you had on the list. Okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you got you know so and so and so and so, or you don't have the numbers to do something. It, it life changes. Yeah, and you got to roll with it. And um, just hearing what other PAX members go through um, and what they say it inspires me and inspires me to continue to come out too. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the big, big thing uh, on my end. Yeah, man. I love that. And I, I'm curious your, like your journey, how did you go from, you know, you got involved in the group, but how did, how did those relationships transform? I guess kind of a silly question would be, did you go to, cafeteria at the start or did you think like well i can't go because i don't drink coffee or how did that uh, yeah i was like well okay it's for coffee people i'm not a coffee guy <laughs> um so i wouldn't show up uh but uh you know um at the very beginning it was just i, I mean obviously i know a lot of people say this that you know you go to f3 uh for the fitness to start and you stay for the fellowship and faith yeah. and the uh the cafeteria really gives uh, PAX members that opportunity to kind of talk and open up about uh, different things. And sometimes I'll bring that home and, and ask my wife a question and she goes, well, did you get that from F3 yeah. um, and stuff? <laughs> but it was actually during the cafeterias uh, inspired me to open up uh, Mount Olympus, yeah. you know, talking with, uh, JC talking with uh, Firewalker and then obviously with my uh, brother Double Dip, um, you know, just kind of seeing, okay, what do we got to do? Oh, you need something to, I love the danger zone. The, the DZ is where I did my BQ. I mean, I love the pre-run and, and the workout and everything that's there. And I had to be like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice this. I got to, you know, I got to relieve the pressure there. I got to find a spot um, somewhere close. Um, I looked at uh, a few different areas and I settled on Liberty. I, uh, I drove by it about a hundred times and um, it didn't hit me until I was uh, driving on uh, Lincoln street um, going East uh, up to, I think it's 106 street and looking up at nighttime, I saw the, uh, the big gym that's up there and it's got the lights and it reminded me of, you know, the Coliseum, the pillars yeah. uh, of that. And I was like, gosh, I'm a history guy. I want something historic. And then I quickly stopped. I pulled off to the side of the road and I went through Twitter. I go, is there an F3 uh, Mount Olympus? Is there somebody on? Please don't make, you know, make sure that's not on there. <laughs> and um, I was like, <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday. I, I didn't see it on there. And I go, okay, I got to text uh, Jean-Claude and Firewalker. Make sure it's good to go. I need to tag this. I don't want it to open up somewhere else. And uh, they're like, yeah, go ahead and get that. And and um, so I got it. And I was like, man, this is awesome. This is great. Um, and uh, the, the coupon thing was was just a, a no-brainer too. Yeah. You know, we don't have one down here in Sarpy. I wanted to bring something new, um, something for those Clydesdales, something for, you know, that – that uh, extra beat down that guys want and, and doing uh, tough, tough workouts. But uh, so, it, you know, that whole experience, um, you know, I could be a, a head wrestling coach for another 15 years and I wouldn't have uh, that experience of starting something new from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, everything that goes into uh, starting a new site and the energy it takes and the communication and stuff. Um, it's not that it's difficult work, but you got to get outside your comfort zone. I think I met um, Folsom at the Brickyard to talk to him about the, the flag. Yeah. Um, I talked to um, who did a couple guys worked on the on the emblem and the artwork uh, for Mount Olympus. Uh, and then I mean, it's just a multitude of lot. I mean, I'm going all these different beatdowns trying to get ideas and things. Yeah. Um, and then obviously talking to them afterwards uh, is uh, is always a, a good opportunity. So just kind of getting some things nailed down. I think I bought a couple of bottles of bourbon or whiskey for those guys uh, as it as it went through. 
yeah. and then Huffy, obviously with all the bricks he he paints had to get a brick made and yeah yeah everything else. so it's just kind of yeah it, it is funny it does it does take a village right and i mean you know there's there's so much to un unpack in that journey but just on this you know leadership piece um and it, it sounds like too maybe even like from your vq and leading workouts and then leading the site i mean do you you feel like those doing those things maybe you know multiple times and learning from those is that what you, you're kind of saying it sounds like maybe help with some of the the desire to control and kind of letting go or Yes. I mean, uh, being a site cue, it's you're letting other people run your site. And yeah. you know, I didn't miss a whole day, uh, any, any week, uh, in which I thought I was like, there's no way I never worked out in the wintertime. Okay. Outside, never did. Uh, and went out a few times, uh, more than a few times in the winter a year ago. And then I was like, okay, I got to make the step. And obviously I always try to push myself mentally and uh, and that was a big hurdle to overcome. But then obviously the, you know, giving up control to be like, okay, you're running the beat down. I'm here to support you. And yeah. however that, that goes. And, um, so yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, my, my wife, uh, you know, always continues to support me and my kids and, uh, they love what, F3 is done with me. And, um, you know, it can, even if people think that they have nothing to improve on, they, there's always something that, that they can get better at. Yeah. Come on, come on out. We'll find it for you. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever that area may be. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on this too, because we, we have had guys come out that are maybe in CrossFit or, or really fit. Right. And they do an F3 workout and, and they, they kind of say, and, and it's, it hasn't been, it's not the norm, right? But we've had guys come out and they're like, well, that's not, it wasn't that challenging. So I'm going to go back to the gym or back to whatever. But mm -hmm. I see you as somebody, I mean, you've, you've found all of the challenges and the IPCs and the apexes. And, you know, so talk to me a little bit about that. I mean, how have you uh, been able to just keep accelerating it, you know, your, your fitness even beyond what maybe most people are doing? Yeah, shoot. Um, gosh. Uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, IPC, the first time I did it, uh, I was only in for, I don't know, a few months. And, and then people started talking about this IPC iron patch challenge. Okay. Whoop dee, you know, body die. And then people are like, yeah, no, it's official. You record your stuff, you put your things down and, and uh, you know, my competitiveness is through the roof uh, on anything. I always, I always talk to my uh, students in, in class, one of the first little icebreakers I do, I say, okay, pick, uh, you know, one word that, you know, really kind of describes, like, I'll do this with you. Okay. Give me one yeah. word that describes you in, in, in your entirety. Like um, it Oof. doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter where you're at. You're still the same person. Oh man. They're putting me on the spot. Um, yeah, you, on the spot. you know, I, it's just one word, huh? One word, I'll, I'll give you mine so you can kind of go off it. My, mine has to be, and this is going off of an identical twin brother, yeah. um, mine has to be competitiveness. Oh, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if I'm playing, um, you know, basketball with my son or, you know, it. I'm, I'm going to be competitive. Now, I dial things down, and there's a couple of war stories from college that we can get into later, but yeah. – um, you know, I just have, and maybe that kind of leads me to a little bit of, oh, get after itness. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just highly competitive on yeah. a lot of fronts. Um, I think so that's, yeah. that's what I would describe. Because I get kids that say, oh, yeah, I'm competitive. I go, okay. Um, okay, you have to jump from there to there. We'll just do a, a broad jump and we'll see if you beat me. And then I'll beat him. And I say, okay, oh, you approve upon that. You can jump higher than that. And he goes, nah, 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 I'm going to waste too much energy. Or I go, then you're not competitive, <laughs> you know? And so it, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's a rolling thing. And so yeah. what's your word? What do you got? I, you know, I don't know. I think I, my, my, the word, my word for the year of who I want to be is, is stillness, right? That's my Ooh, word for I the like year. It. 
but who I probably am is, is pro I probably have to choose like obsessive, right? I'm just like, I'm, <laughs> you know, get fixated, which ties into the control piece. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, that's really good. I like that. So, so yeah, to get back to the, the question at hand, you know, how do those things, you know, uh, push me to be able to do uh, more as a fitness thing. Like, uh, like today uh, I, t I texted uh, uh, Chernobyl and, and double dip. I said, Hey, tomorrow meet me at the pit, four uh, 45, bring your vest. We're doing a full on Murph before, uh, before uh, Sandlot. And, um, and I've done one before, but you know, the Murphs that we do and the Smurfs that we do aren't the same. Yeah. And, um, but to do a full on Murph, I think we finished with like 20 with 41 minutes, I think 41 minutes and That's 30 seconds, something like that. And it was, it was good. We had a good pace, uh, ran the first mile pretty quick and then hammered out the, the, uh, pull-ups, push-ups and air squats mile. Um, so it was, uh, it was fun. And then I was shot, uh, on the run, uh, today for the Sandlot. And I'm like, and I, it always puts things into perspective to me, like I know where my capacity is and maybe there's other PACS members that are, you know, and that are, you know, down here as far as their fitness level, but they're working just up to that yeah. level that I am, heart rate, all this stuff. Um, and I think F3 and being able to understand that and being in my coaching background you know, being able to motivate and push and pick up the six is huge. You know, it's, it's funny now that I've been uh, a little over two years into F3. Uh, I'm like, I've made my mission statement on the team and they recite it before every practice, every tournament, mm -hmm. every meet. I don't even have to say it anymore. Yeah. Um, we're starting to change some of the lingo that we have to some of the F3 lingo. Um, and it, it's really engulfed uh, everything that I do. Uh, and, and made it 10 times better. That's cool. Uh, when I thought I was like, I got this, I am a, I'm a, I'm a coach, the varsity head coach for 12, 13 years. I got this in a bag. Um, and you know what, it just proves that there's always stuff that, that you can learn and change and adapt. Um, adaptability is huge. Yeah, man, that's cool. So you're applying, applying some of your leadership from F3 to your, oh. to your wrestling team, which is awesome. Oh, man. And you know what? We brought out some, like some of the kids are curious and they're like, yeah. and we got a few of them out. Um, of course, some of them are like, oh, I don't know, that's, that's too early. I go, then there, there's your limitation. Yeah. There's your limitation on your growth. Once you start making these excuses and limitations on yourself for growth, well, then you're not going to, you're not going to have these, these growth periods. And I get that growth is a up and down sure. uh, scale. I get that. Um, sometimes we get to a place where you're comfortable and, and you're like, well, I, this next big hump is, is a little stressed. Yeah. You know, it's tough for me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you gotta get through it. I think on our 40th uh, birthday, Scott and I jumped out of a airplane, we went skydiving. Um, wow. and I know that, I don't know what our next thing is, maybe a tattoo. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we keep, my brother and I always go back and forth on, oh man, Hey, Let's do this. Let's do a, a, a full-on cobra bike up here, wrapping around the arm, around with a tail ending around your wrist, and just, oh, my God, that'd be sweet. And then yeah. I go back in, and I go, hey, let's go uh, straight up chain mail, gladiatorial arm, um, wrist, and everything. I mean, just a plate of armor. I mean, just funny stuff. But, um, you know, those kind of stories happen in the glue. Those yeah. kind of uh, yeah. conversations happen at, at cafeteria. Um, you know, you can talk to your, you know, your, your the, the people you work with, and it's normally, hi, hello, how's it going? How's your weekend? And yeah. you don't get into, you know, how you're feeling or what's going on at home. And people are free to talk about some of those things. And, um, you know, I, I find out more about, you know, that, all of us are broken in some shape or form. Yeah. Uh, we're all struggling with various things, whether we say it out loud or not. And um, F3 really kind of gives that opportunity for kids or gives the opportunity for, for adults to be able to do that.
in a comfort comfortable environment there's no judging going on mm -hmm. um, there's only people that are willing to lend out their hand and 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 help so oh. that is that's one of the biggest things that keeps me coming out and keeps me eh and people though i will tell you this plague um it's tougher for somebody that is really fit to eh somebody than it is for somebody that's not so athletically yeah. fit. I'm yeah. telling you that right now, because everybody looks at me at my school and they're like, no, 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 the crazy stuff you do, I'm, I'm not doing that. Right. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you can go at your own pace. It's a hey, free lead, man. Yeah. yeah, if you're if you're crazy, they're like, I'm not coming to your crazy yeah. morning. They all, think, yeah. they all think we're crazy. I keep, I keep hounding uh, our uh, principal um, at our school to come out because I know the principal at, uh, you know, Feeney, yeah. uh, you know, he's principal. He comes out. So yeah, I'm trying to get it, keep working on him. Yeah. You, you know, it's, it's so interesting too, because you've got, you've got all these different people, right. From walk, diff, all these different walks of life that we would maybe never interact with. Right. But in the gloom, we, we do, and we get down to this like really deep level. And it, from my experience, it's like fairly quick, you know, fairly early on in, in the relationship and, you know, I do, um, you mentioned QSource a little bit earlier and, and, um, you also mentioned going on a retreat with your, with your wife or your M. And so just want to, want to kind of get your thoughts on maybe Concentrica. Um, I guess, how, you know, you're, you're married, how many kids do you have? What, um, how's the, has the Concentrica been a helpful model for you? Yo, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, happily married going on, uh, 13 years. Wow. Um, wow. And we have three kids. We have uh, 10, Maverick, um, Macy is our eight-year-old, and then McCoy is our five-year-old. Okay. And uh, I think that the everything from QSource that we talk about, uh, just about either, um, you know, getting right, um, staying right, uh, those types of things, you know, your, your M is there with you. And uh, my wife and I, we've been doing uh, FCA. FCA is a fellowship for Christian athletes. Uh, it's a, it's a coaches. Um, uh, and I would love for anybody to go. It's uh, it's pretty cheap uh, considering you're staying at the embassy suites in Lincoln. Uh, it's nationwide. So there's people that come around from different States. Um, and it's, it's, it's our time to kind of get together um uh, you know, break open the Bible and, and really kind of talk about what's going on in our lives where it's not like kids, like you can get in a rut, like your work, you know, you talk to the mm -hmm. same people, you, Hey, how's things going? How's the weekend? How are the Huskers? Okay. You can, you talk that off, you know, people's ear off with that stuff. Um, but when you look at Q source and some of the things that kind of get in there with how do you, how do you treat your M? How do you uh, deal with your kids? Uh, how are you formulating or getting them uh, to have some leadership roles in the family? What role do you have as a, as a father um, has been huge. And, and to be honest with you, every single one of my kids has gone to a beatdown, um, and they love it. They, they see the energy that I bring. Um, my wife even gave me a big hug, uh, I guess it's been three or four weeks since I passed the shovel flag off uh, to uh, G string and she just gave me a hug and she says, you want to talk about it? And I was like, no. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so it's uh, uh, F3 is definitely entwined into our family just after a, a few years, my wife sees, sees the benefit of it mm. uh, and th you know, the things that we talk about, and um, my wife has now jo joined, uh, is that FIFA? What is it? Yeah, FIA. FIA. Yeah. She's joined FIA. Um, and this is somebody that was an athlete in college, but since kids hasn't worked out a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and now she's kind of getting back into it. And she's got a couple of friends and she's been doing that thing and, uh, you know, loving life. And she enjoys it. And now she's doing some things, which is great. Yeah. Um, but the, the Q source provides uh, a great opportunity for PACS members to bounce ideas off, uh, talk about their struggles. Um, and, and in essence, 
uh, understand that they're not alone in the problems that they have with their M or with their kids of various degrees. Sometimes some of the kids are in high school, some of the kids are in middle school or in grade school. Uh, so that that really, um, I remember my first cue source that I went to, I, I kind of kept my mouth shut a little bit. And I was like, oh my God, just listen yeah. uh, to all the different things. And, and a lot of it's centered around business type stuff. What do you do with your team and, and things? Uh, but I remember Swiper uh, just talking about all, you know, the different things that he does with his team and uh, how he motivates them and um, how F3 has uh, and the principles of free to lead and looking at some of the ideas in QSource just kind of really have interjected in his work. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. how am I going to, how am I going to do that in mine? And, and slowly, but surely, you know, it, yeah. the cream rises to the, to the top yeah. and uh, really kind of gets, gets you going. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. I love it. I, I, um, you know, Dread used to do the the podcast talking about the Q source stuff, and um, he, you mentioned you know just being a no a no judgment zone, right? He Dread would always say, "We don't judge people; we just observe and criticize." I always thought that was funny, uh, but, <laughs> but um, you know, with the Q source, right? It's it's like it get, it gets us as men talking about things that guys don't normally talk about, right? And then, like you said, just bouncing ideas off of each other. And I, I think the the big thing for me is like you've got this content and you're going through it together, but there's not really, you know, there's not really anyone saying this is the one way to do mm -hmm. this or, you know, it's like, here's, here's the model, you know, and what right. does this look like in, in your life, you know, compared to, to the guys that you're next to shoulder to shoulder. So I, I love that. Right. I do want to get, um, get your thoughts on that, that third F piece. I know we kind of been bouncing around a lot. I love it. Just in just the natural uh, conversation here, but I do want to hear about your, your faith and just kind of your journey there. Um, would also love, you know, I, I don't know um, what you've been through, uh, but I, I'm, I have no doubt that your life has been uh, impactful or that guys could learn a lot from you. So if you have anything uh, part of your life that you would share, would love to hear that too. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that, uh, you know, my faith has been, um, I've always gone to, I was born and raised Catholic. Um, you know, my mom and my grandma, uh, grandma Teresa, who's passed, uh, always kind of got, uh, got us kids going. And, um, but my dad never really was a, um, mm. a faith-based individual. Um, and I think early on, I didn't really know what was going on. I kind of went to went to church, uh, for, for the donut at the end. Um, and <laughs> even when through middle school and high school, we would go every once in a while, but athletics, you know, kind of always, always kind of took it over. Um, and it really wasn't until I got to, uh, UNL where, um, I met a couple of guys. Um, one guy in particular, Matt Maher, Matt Maher, who is the, um, and I'll get his title wrong. I'm not even going to say it. He's one of the guys at UNO, uh, he just finished his first year. He's an athletic director over there. Um, and uh, he was one of the guys that was like, hey, why don't you, you know, you know, come to mass with me, come to mass with me. And I'm like, I just was out all night Saturday. I, you know, fine, I'll get up and uh, started going to church there. And um, I, I never knew if where it was going to lead. And when I graduated, um, I went back to California and um, they had a program. I graduated with a uh, social studies uh, Bachelor of Arts in emphasis in social studies. And um, California has this uh, Cal State Teach program where you can teach uh, while earning your the rest of your credentials. So people that have degrees, they can nice. go ahead and get their credential that way. And um, lo and behold, I met this gal um out uh downtown it was after a, a a sharks hockey game and i was out with a couple of buddies and and i met her she was nice and she and i started talking back and forth and she, she was a fourth grade teacher at uh saint thomas uh or saint martin of tours and um i was like oh my gosh that's awesome i want to be a teacher i want to do all these things and that was in uh towards the playoff time so maybe towards the end of uh winter time um, and 
sure enough, she goes, ah, why don't you come by my classroom and you can help me put away some stuff and meet the principal. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, you won't come by. You won't remember this at all, Chris. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, come on now. Don't sell me short. Yeah. So uh, went there. <laughs> she was set up her class and doing some things and, and met the principal. And she gave me my first shot as a sixth grade teacher um, and went through the Cal State Teach program for a few years there. And um, it being at a Catholic school, we always had had a church and it really started to grow on me there. Hmm. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, it was still, it was kind of, I don't, I didn't know if the Catholic church was, was, uh, right for me. I moved over to the high school, the, cause St. Martin tours is a stepping stone to, um, a lot of the Catholic schools in the Bay area moved over at, to, uh, Archbishop Mitty. Um, and there is where I really kind of found, um, a lot of my faith. Hmm. Um, just from the talks that I had with the high school kids, um, with, uh, with some of my wrestlers, I had a wrestler, uh, by the name of John McCarthy. Um, he had, uh, it was probably my fourth year as a head coach. Um, you know, it was my first and I'm only 29 at the time. And, uh, he, uh, he, I met his dad, met his family a lot. They'd always come to everything. Um, he was a senior, so he's been with me four years. And uh, his dad, he lost his dad from um, cardiac arrest hmm. um, uh, probably within the first week or two uh, of, of practice. And he, he came calling. Uh, he said, hey, coach, can I come over? I go, yes, absolutely. Um, came over to my house. I met outside. I hugged him. I bawled. Um, and he's like, Hey, from, from here on out, you know, I need a, I need a dad. I need a, I need a father figure. And, um, I, I didn't, I didn't really feel that, you know, before that, you know, you have relationships with students, but when something happens to mm -hmm. them and they come to you, uh, where they feel vulnerable in, in that sense, it really, uh, is an emotional um, roller coaster. You want to just bend over backwards and help them out as much as you can. And um, it was an emotional uh, time for me uh, because I know what his dad would have wanted him to do. And he supported wrestling uh, the whole time. And I remember uh, at sections, um, he, uh, he placed. And his dad, one of the things that he really wanted, he wanted to see his son place at sections and uh and move on and that last match it just he got his hand raised i think he took third um and uh he just came over to me and I, we both just ball yeah. and it, people don't even people are looking at us like i'm trying to watch and i'm not a crier yeah i'm not a crier um but uh i've you know i get i get emotional with my wrestlers um yeah. and you know with uh, with those guys that put that much sweat blood um, you know, it's an, it's an emotional roller coaster, and I've really found faith through those young people. Mm -hmm. uh, and it drives me to be a better coach, better person, um, you know, seeking God's, uh, you know, uh, blessing and faith. Uh, and, and it's helped me. Uh, we had a couple of kids, um, um, you know, I've had a few lose their, their dads. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I become, you know, this, uh, their male figure in their life and, um, trying to help them. Um, it, it's, that's, that's, that's where my faith grew stronger. And then obviously with my M and us being on the same page and oh. being Christian and, you know, praying with our kids at dinner time. Um, and I know with, with my son Maverick, uh, we started, he started wrestling a few years ago and, and we started a tradition that before we go in a gym, um, we always pray out in the car and we pray uh, that everybody competes, our opponents and us. We compete with, you know, full hearts, uh, lots of effort, you know, in your name. And we hope that nobody gets hurt or injured. And we just hope that we can do our best. Hmm. And That's um, cool. Now it's like sometimes we're, oh, we're in a hurry. We got to get in. He goes, Dad, no, we're praying. So that also really kind of hits it's my heart a little bit. Um, 
and uh, that I'm kind of passing that on, that he feels that, that faith, um, that, it, that we're not alone. Mm-hmm. We're not alone, regardless of what dark uh, place uh, that we're in. Um, there's always somebody watching us. If we believe um, in, in their way and, and the, the path that he has set for us, that, that we can, you know, we can, we can make it, you know, we can oh. make it through. I love that, man. I, I, it's so cool to hear um, just how you're, you're, you, know, you mentioned before, I think we started recording, right? You're the same, same guy at the you know grocery store in the classroom <laughs> and, and in the gloom and just um, seeing that shine through and how you, you know, lead your, your family and, and uh, the kids at school is really awesome. I, I you know, I'm curious, you know, when you think about um, just all of those like interactions, right. And, um, you know, and within F3, as you're getting to know guys or going to different activities, do you feel like, have you had a chance to like continue growing that growing your faith in F3 or maybe even like, I don't know, sharing your faith or what's that been like within the group? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think I'm definitely open about, about sharing my faith uh, through those guys and, and telling them, you know, various things. It's amazing that, um, that a lot of the guys have, you know, this, this faith-based understanding, um, but maybe they don't necessarily have all the context or the knowledge of the Bible or, you know, um, you know, some of the the teachings that goes, that go along with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, you know, I know that, I, I don't know if I've hugged more males in the last two years uh, than I ever have um, in the gloom. Um, but uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's something that uh, the faith is there. I guess I see it when we do, you know, the service projects, um, you know, it, what, being a part of those things uh, it, it is a blessing. I know I always, you know, tell my kids and we'll do various things, um, around our community. And even with our wrestling team too, it's, it's, uh, you know, that community involvement, you know, you see, when you see young people doing something out of their own time, you know, that is a blessing or our guys, you know, I know uh, knobs is always saying, Hey, you know, give whatever you can give. If it's time, give time. If it's money, get money. Um, you know, if it's your leadership, give, give your leadership. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we belong to uh, the water's edge, which is up by um, oh, yeah. Harrison 196th street. And yeah. we love our church. Um, and, uh, you know, I think my faith continues to grow. The more I uh, see people struggle and find a way uh, through it, and and deal with it's probably not a it's probably a bad way of saying it, but like with losses, like we've had people lose their dad. I, I bawled after um, uh, you know Swiper lost his dad, and you know it's those stories that you know you just you hug and you know you're there for them. Uh, I remember uh, giving ICB um, you know send him a a prayer emoji and you know, getting a little bit teared up because of, you know, what if, you know, something like this happened, you know, is going, you know, with one of my kids, yeah. you know, how would I want someone to respond? And then I think about, well, then what do I need to do about that? Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's the the biggest thing in the gloom as far as the faith piece. Um, but I mean, it's, that faith is powerful and, yeah. and being able to um, share that uh, with other people is, is important. Yeah. Well, sometimes, right. Just hearing, just somebody sharing, honestly, what they're going through helps you to, at least for me, it helps me to stop thinking about what I think my problems are, you know, (laughs) and then you're you're really quickly, you're like, okay, I need to pray for, I need to be thinking more about other people because everybody else has got stuff going on too. And, you know, it's so easy to just get focused on, on ourselves. You know, I, I did want to get, um, you know, a few other questions um, yeah. for you. Cause you know, th- this may be our most off script episode, probably cause Pony's not here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
No, I seriously though, I do want to uh, just get your thoughts on on G string uh, and just sort of mm, the, yes. the succession planning and how you selected him to take over Mount Olympus. Oh my gosh! Well, um, sh- you know, I'd have to say, and you know what, I was going to say this at the uh, the pass, but we were running out of time, and it was a little too long. I had it in my my script, and um, man, one of the, so. He comes out uh, to the sanitarium and Duracell's like G-string and everybody's like, okay, G-string. And, <laughs> and we didn't really get time to talk and things. But uh, so uh, a few weeks after that, uh, he comes out to the uh, Mount Olympus and he's like, Hey, I got this, you know, jacket drive I'm doing. Okay. I got this jacket drive, you know, any, you, you know, barely used stuff, you know, small stuff that you're, doesn't fit your kids, whatever. And, and I'm like, gosh, Dan, I want to, I want to donate to that. And so I went up to my closet and grabbed a few things and um, told my wife, like, Hey, kids have any old jackets. Okay. Grabbed a few of those. And, and, uh, and I remember giving them there to them. And one of the jackets was uh, a nice North Face jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I was, uh, I bought this North Face jacket uh, like years ago. And I only wore it a few times and it it kind of fit me wrong. And regardless, probably too big. I don't know. Anywho. Did it, I, didn't I, accentuate I, the biceps quite right. Or, it did. It, it yeah. did. <laughs> um, and uh, so... <laughs> So I give it to him and he goes, I notice. I, I, so I give it to him and I turn around and then I, I, I turn around to go back to my car to get a sip of water because it was before the uh, beat down. And I turn back and he, here he is, he's sifting through the jackets and I see this pile of jackets and he's got all these jackets there and he puts all the jackets I just gave him on there. But that North Face jacket, he puts in the front seat. And I was like, I go, whoa, hey, whoa, what's going on with there? He goes, he goes, sorry, I, I didn't want you to see that. This is a nice jacket. I think I could wear it for work. <laughs> so I was like, that is a guy yeah. I want leading this. That's funny. Uh, aspect. And no, we, we talked uh, multiple times and, um, and he's a very strong PAX member and uh, you know, getting to know him and his kids and his work and the kind of guy he is, he's a uh, top notch. And I wanted someone that had the same kind of energy I bring. And um, I wanted somebody that was, um, you know, able to bring in some, some big dogs, by the way, we got uh, um, black lung, uh, coming to Mount Olympus, leading an epic beatdown at the end of August, I believe. You need to be there for that. Yeah, nice. be beastly. Yeah, and, and yeah, if yeah, have you worked out with him before? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like the you know five-time Trek the Tower winner, and he is an, a beast. So yeah. he's so I told G String he needs to come and he needs to make a. I want to die. Yeah, I want to die out there. <laughs> so he he's getting that, but I keep giving him ideas and. And he's running with it, but you know, mainly I wanted someone that had the energy, had the ingenuity, was ready for it, um, and G String just checked all those boxes uh, nice. for, for Mount Olympus. So nice. I know I asked him one last question. I asked him a question. I go, hey, if it was between this site or any other site, you know, would you take it? And he goes, ah, eh, you know what? I would probably take Mount Olympus. I love this site. I go, okay, fine, sold. Then you're in, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, now you get to carry this flag to the the next year. Good job. I love it. No, that's good. Um, You know, the other question we've been asking guys uh, is this idea of you know what what's something that you thought was important before you started F three, and and what's something uh, now that you know is more important? Anything come to mind? Um. Well, I. I will say that before, um, you know, I thought in my fitness or in my, you know, um, athletic career that, you know, I want to be the guy that be able to do 
to do everything, to, to be able to, you know, be first in those, to be able to compete. And I think that competitiveness still kind of is me, but it is not, not why I do it anymore. Um, mm. I think my, my, my real, um, you know, as I've been doing F3, it's, it's now joy. It's moved to joyful. I do it for the joy. I do it for, you know, to be around those PAX members, to talk and joke and, and laugh. That's another thing that's, you know, that people don't bring up a lot. I mean, the laughter that happens uh, in a, in a beatdown at the beginning, at the end um, is, is also something that's really cool and fun. I mean, Nobs is always making crack jokes. God, Duracell is a riot. I yeah. saw his pasta the other day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's so many PAX members that are funny out there. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's perfect. It. That's perfect. Yeah, I agree. As, you know, a fellow kind of control person, I need people to help me laugh, right? I, I'm always, uh, I'm not always, you know, laughing on my own or you know even having fun sometimes it's hard for me by myself so um yeah it's good what uh right, right, you, know, right. you know we've talked about i think we've covered you know all three f's and and we've gotten really a good um good glimpse of your story your leadership and just just your life which is um phenomenal man it's just cool to hear uh how, how your life has gone so thanks for sharing all of that i, I am curious if there's you know, anything else from your perspective, maybe it's advice for guys or um, anything else that you feel like you've learned along the way that, that you feel like others could, could learn from or anything else that you feel like sharing? Um, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, uh, well, first off, thanks for inviting me on this thing. It's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. I feel like I've, I've, I'm a big time guy. You, you also uh, included me on the uh, Legacy Leadership, uh, what's that group called? Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the what's, that, what's that one called? It's the Alumni oh, Leadership. Leadership Alumni. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yay. Yeah. I made it. Yeah. Made it. That's the, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I would just say uh, just to the other PACS members out there and, and things that um, understand that um, whatever fitness level that you're at, um, just, just do your best and go as hard as you can. Um, we don't know when, uh, the time will come for us. We don't know when things will be taken away from us. Mm. Um, so enjoy it as best you can, but get out there and work, work your tail off and, and get better that way. Heck yeah. No, that's phenomenal. I love that. And, um, yeah, I think the, the other thing we really want to get from you is, um, what do you need prayers or encouragement or uh, currently anything when we see out there, what should we be asking you about or, or praying for? Um, yeah. Um, my, uh, my, uh, well, let me get something real quick. Uh, it was uh, his birthday uh, yesterday and um, this uh, person is my grandfather on my dad's side. Mm -hmm. uh, Jerry Curry was his name. Um, World War II vet. Uh, went to Cherokee, Iowa, was a wrestler, um, joined the military uh, after his junior year, um, worked his tail off afterwards, um, wasn't a big smiler uh, per se, um, but, uh, and I always remember him sitting on his chair, uh, you know, rolling up uh, uh, cigarettes uh, back in the day, um, but it's been um, 20 three years since he's passed away mm. and we have this picture oh, um, and this picture him. is hanging in all of our Curry households. Um, and it's when he was in high school uh, and uh, you know, it's, it's something. So just remembering him. Yeah, um, that's cool. It's uh bittersweet. We, we lost them too early. Um, but, uh, I lost both my uncles in the last year as well. Hmm. Uh, one was pretty unexpected and I know my, my two cousins that I have, they're both F3 guys, backdraft and uh, nutcracker. Okay. Um, nice. They, uh, you know, just trying to spend more time with those guys and, you know, let them know that they're not alone. And, uh, you know, our two cousins followed Scott and I to, 
to UNL uh, to go to school and they live here now and, uh, and work and have kids. And, um, but, uh, you know, prayers for them and prayers for that side of the family. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's, we're, we all lose, you know, various individuals around our lives and, um, you know, remembering them with a song or a prayer, uh, you know, is always those messages are, are heard and just being able to do that. But that's, that's one thing for me. I know just because of his birthday, um, yesterday and, uh, you know, thinking about what, you know, what he means and what he represent represented in our family and those types of things would be, uh, would be something I would need prayers for. Awesome, man. I appreciate you sharing that. And we'll be thinking about you praying for you. And we got to get uh, backdraft and, and nutcracker to, to post more, right? They yeah. Hey, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, we, you know, what's funny is that they, they come out when we, uh, when we keep asking, okay. uh, which is good. Uh, I know, Backdraft is really close to the dune and oh. I need to, and the thing is I've been, I, I've had Mount Olympus and then I queued main stage. And then, um, uh, the other Wednesday I went out to top rope and then Mount Olympus. So I need to get it over to the dune. I need to take him there. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, nutcracker, he, he lives up by uh, fancy feast, which is just open. And we took him there. Yeah. Uh, they just need to be more consistent with it. But my nutcracker is not a runner. And uh, Backdraft was going to come to uh, Brick Builder, but uh, decided to play in a all-adult uh, softball game. And he was rounded third and pulled his hammy. So he had <laughs> tried to get a replacement uh, on that aspect. But they'll, they'll be more and more. They, they, those two individuals need to um, – they need F3 more than they know. And yeah. we'll keep trying to – Keep them out. Yeah, for sure. Well, we, we, you know, F3 needs every guy and every guy needs F3, right? That's, that's, that is true. That is true. Hey man, just thanks for your, your time today, your leadership and just, um, just your story. You know, I think it's really cool just to continue to meet guys that, uh, are, are trying to be the same person, you know, in all areas of their life and, um, are, are leading well, uh, too. So just appreciate you, man. Let's do a little name around. What? Namorama? Namorama, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll start us off. Uh, Brandon Fleharty, 37, The Plague. The Plague. Ah! <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris Curry, 42, Fun Dip. Fun Dip. And so you, so Double Dip does twice. And you're, yes, you're... I, I'm just one dip, and it's long, because I'm trying to go off of uh, slow pitch. Okay. Uh, we did do a battle of who can do it the longest, and I think it was a tie. Okay, so you're so you're fun dip and on the eye. Okay, Love yes, awesome. yes, yes. Well, hey, thanks, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yep, you too. Take care, man. Later, brother. Later.